0: Hey there, Coach Tim Spider Juice Technologies, straight from the Spider Cave Studios, Torrance, California. You can get our podcast at SoundCloud.com/slash Tim O'Keefe in a multiple of contexts and uh, and uh, content. And today's session here <clears throat> is about creating content, specifically creating content for real estate. Now, if you're not in real estate and you're shutting off, then you're making a mistake. One of the greatest ways to learn is cross-contextual and uh, why the, the podcast has so many context in it <clears throat> um, from football coaching. To business, to SEO, to uh, industry to industry. So, uh, why am I doing this? Well, today I'm doing this for a particular client. Rule number one: make content that is market driven. I could end right now, and you would have, if you thought it through, you would have a beginning, a foundation that would make it so that you can uh, uh, produce content that your marketplace wants. We uh, also uh, think about repurpose, the concept of repurpose. So this podcast, as well as many others, uh, have been transcribed, will be transcribed, and used for content in other places, social media, Google My Business, uh, uh, booklets, and part probably part of a forthcoming book on traffic, <clears throat> okay? So this is something that might even be referenced within the book uh, that someone could get as a bonus or something like that all right you see all the different ways you can do this um you can turn it some part of it or all of it into a pdf that people can download uh, that you can advertise uh to get build your list you can uh i'm saying you in my case me but if you were to create market-driven content and it's easy because there's someone told me that they need this. So the way I look at it is, I'm not going to reinvent the wheel nine thousand times. Somebody specifically asked for information, then I'm going to provide it. But I'm going to provide it across uh, all my my channels. So market driven. The way that I've said this for years is frequently asked questions. Um, a lot of times you in your day-to-day, you come across situations where people will ask you questions, and you answer it, and then it's never shared again. Now, if you're me, what I do is I pull out this recorder that's on my cell phone, I hook up my mic, and I record a podcast. Sometimes it's horrible. <laughs> Sometimes it's pretty darn good. And I will release it. Um, <clears throat> but it gives me an unending amount of content to provide to a hungry marketplace looking for truth. So... Let's get specific. So the first thing that we have to do is to get out of the uh, SEO trap. That is, I'm building content for Google. No, you're not. You're building content for your marketplace, for people who have an itch to scratch, for people who have a problem that needs healing, for people that have a wound that needs a Band-Aid. You feel me? So, <clears throat> so what you want to do is, again, get back into what is the marketplace asking me. Now, you look, if, if you're not in the front lines, the firing lines of the marketplace, where you're not getting asked questions all the time and providing your expertise, or perhaps you don't have the expertise, so let me give you some cheat codes. There are a number of question databases inside of the internet that you can grab specifically for real estate. You can go to Truly of Voices, go to uh, bestplaces.net, a one time client of mine, and they have a beautiful database on areas. Uh, it 's more about areas at best places than than real estate, um, but truly a voices is are real estate questions and you can go to a town across the country or a similar town across the country and find out what people are asking and and copy the questions and and Now you have the basis of content. What a lot of people do is uh, this is actually specific to the client that i 'm providing this uh, mostly for. Is they get a, uh, uh, a a daily packet I think of content including infographics and whatnot uh, that they can uh, provide on their social media and stuff well, the problem with infographics are that they are not indexable um the other thing is, is it's um, it's duplicate content, which is not a death trap really as bad as a lot of the SEOs out in the world have, have said it is. Uh, it's a death trap on your own site, but it's it's not so much a death trap out there in the real world. Um, it's just, it's not very useful Um <clears throat> All by itself, duplicate content, and it's not cool to not provide um, to provide uh, a- a attribution to the uh, original place. So, but what I would do with infographics is, uh, or some sort of graphic that I'm provided, is I would provide a um, uh, a cure, what we call curation. Right, So I would take the theme that they're writing about uh, and explain what it is that is going on in the infographic in in a little bit more detail and a little bit more rich of a a, a richer uh, explanation specific to your marketplace Uh, as specific as possible. Right. So yeah, this is the three things that can go wrong in a, uh, in a real estate transaction. Right. And, uh, one of them is, uh, the buyer wasn't really qualified. Um, and yeah, we had a listing last year and thank goodness we, uh, verified that the, the offer that came in, we verified, uh, with a phone call, uh, the the actual uh, verified we actually verified the what do you call it the the buyer uh I guess buyer verification excuse me um, <laughs> synapses aren't going together quite as well this morning um, so uh, we called it up called them up and verified it and and go into a little bit of rich detail on that um, and now it's uniquely yours as soon as you do that it's yours right and whereas if you just stick an infographic that 9 million other people are getting on a on a subscription service it's not yours you're just another one and especially when it's not localized okay you're uh, about uh happy town usa right about happy town usa and all the nooks and crannies within happy town usa and the joys of ownership uh in happy town usa and why everybody should want to live in happy town usa right and So your day-to-day life of what you do, sometimes we get, uh, actually a a realtor, I'll give him credit, Jeff Black, I think, came up with this. He's out in the valley in Los Angeles, uh, and uh, my ex-partner, Mike Work, told me that Jeff said this, uh, sometimes we're too close to our food, so we don't recognize the brilliance of our day-to-day work. And we, you know, we get numb to it and it's, it's, it's normal. I mean, it's just, this is what we do. I talk about SEO and for some people, they're going to listen to this, go, oh my gosh, this is amazing. But this is like the 9 millionth time I've said this sort of thing that I'm providing right now. So I might be numb to it. So I have to get in touch with my excitement, my feelings, my, my emotions around this topic, in order to impart onto you, the listener, the genius of that of of what I do, it doesn't matter that maybe somebody else in the world has my uh, my take, but they don't, right? That's the thing. When you work with me, you work with me. When you work with another SEO; they might be a, a techno dweeb, and all they really care about is the technical aspects of, of SEO. I, I attempt to. Uh, from in my world, I attempt to to come from a, a more uh, three or four dimensional, as I like to call it, uh, asked, way of looking at the whole thing, looking at the entire picture. Content is the beginning of of your marketing. You know, you you can like you know, I'm I'm as I said earlier, I'm using this online and off. And so you can use this in many ways, uh, once you get going. So, so when you are putting together your content, uh, you, definitely you can use other uh, other content that's that's out there. Curate, curation, right? You you might see something in the local. Uh, we all have local. Like I'm in Torrance, they have Torrance Cable, and they have their own Torrance Cable. Uh, uh, YouTube. I used to be the president of our youth football league uh, across town in El Segundo, and we did a uh, a clinic. Something I'm trying to put together right now here in in Torrance. <clears throat> we put together a clinic for for kids, and we had all these coaches and stuff, and we had uh, uh, st- uh, concussions were a big deal, so we. We we had a concussion expert, uh, safe tackling expert there, and we had the TV local TV channel and the yours truly and our cheerleader co head coach and, and all that uh, and, and the and the safe tackling expert we were all on interviewed as as well as uh, talked about within the segment on El Segundo's uh, cable channel. And so now I have that video that I ripped and put onto our channel, and I have you know I have that forever. Um, even though the league no longer exists, um, that 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 video does, and it's a number of ways that I could use that in the future. Uh, you can use it, you know, if you do events and you're out and about, do the selfie thing, okay? If if you're a, uh, if you want to watch, and it's it's mind-numbing, because it, it really, it feel, you feel like you're in stupid, though. But look at the, uh, first of all, watch a movie, a documentary on Netflix, and they have one on uh, similar, on the same story on Hulu. It was on a fire festival, and fire festival is a documentary about, a, uh, which, uh, they're calling it a scam. Um, and it probably was, uh, but they, what they did was they cr- grabbed a number of influencers. Now these influencers in the old days, we would just call them models. <laughs> and, uh, they went over to this Island in, in, in the Caribbean and they, uh, They, you know, danced around and pranced around in in bikinis, and uh, they they lit it, and that's how they lit up social media and got attention for their festival that was going to be like a Coachella kind of thing, which is out here in California, where where all the the hipsters uh, and uh, 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 big shots and whoop-de-whoops and celebrities go to, and... they wanted to have their version in the middle of the Caribbean. And uh, so it was going to be like this big music festival, and the way they got attention was through the use of these quote-unquote influencers. And each one of them, some more than others, will daily uh, post photos and whatnot, and it's more of a model type of thing, but they get paid... To sell different types of you know whatever bikini lines, swimwear, their own uh, uh, their own uh, makeup lines or whatever, right? And that's that's really where. And again, we're going into stupidville, but this is the way the world works. Uh, Kim Kardashian's a multi gajillionaire uh, largely from uh, her leveraging social media. And, uh, and a lot of followers, followers, I mean, in, in the business model will teach makeup, how to do makeup and will, uh, sell makeup, right. They'll, they call it unboxing where they'll, um, get a, a line of makeup in the mail and they'll unbox it, right. They'll open it up and then show you how they use it or whatnot. Right. And, they get thousands of views. And there are people that are largely bigger than life, bigger than they were before they went on video. Um, I can think of one, and it's embarrassing I even know this name because it's, it's a makeup lady, but my wife makes me watch her because she does, like, this crazy stuff. She'll turn herself into you know, I think Michael Jackson or other people just through the power of her makeup skills, um, which has expanded her, the Candy Johnson, I think is her name. And it's expanded her, uh, her reach in, and as an expert in the marketplace where I think she mostly does like celebrity, uh, makeup and whatnot. So, I'm not saying go do that, although you certainly can, and it would be a wonderful thing if you did, but you can be the uh what I call the Huelhauser of your community. Again, this is about real estate, where you are documenting, you're interviewing um the uh local uh restaurant owners, local businesses. Um and, and this is getting into my, my whole local authority, local celebrity kind of genre, but certainly you can go into those directions. What does a person do that's not the front person that is, is working for the boss and, and has you know, not the, the front line exposure? You do the curation thing. You know, you know enough about your local marketplace that you can insert local marketplace kind of stuff. You're talking about, uh, you're your, your explaining your website. That's, that's a cool thing. You're explaining, the, you know, if your site has, uh, like I have a, the people that I'm doing this specifically for have <clears throat> local uh, market reports. And you could do a blog post on how to use the local market report, and why the uh, this this part of town or this zip code or whatever you want to break it down to has how it has changed over the past uh, year or whatnot, uh, or since this time last year, this time last spring. Uh, you can get into local. Marking conditions, this is something that i 've talked about before in interviews where <clears throat> you know every day someone goes gets up for work, turns on the radio right as they 're showering or whatever, and hey, interest rates went down or up today from you know three to four percent or whatever right and so whatever so. Guy, you know, starting to eat his Cheerios or whatever for breakfast. The gal's eating her her toast. And and the TV's on in the background in the kitchen like so many households. And uh, while they're rushing to get the kids ready and in the background, uh, the talking head says interest rates went up or down yesterday. Get in the car, turn on the radio, in between the music, interest rates went up or down yesterday. And you hear it a jillion times. And nobody says, what does that mean to me? Well, that's your job as a local blogger, right? That means a $800,000 house in, you know, South Torrance or Old Torrance or whatever is now, uh, yesterday it cost, uh, the, a loan of X amount cost this amount, and today it costs this amount. Your buying power went up or down by this amount, right? And you can play with that, but we have ways around that. We have, uh, you know, different loans that to, to that, that have fixed this problem or whatever. Um, you get the idea. So there's lots of things that you should be doing that, are focused and market-driven and not Google-driven. If it's market-driven, people will hang out on your website longer. The longer they ha- hang out on your website, the more Google will reward you. Okay, So at the end of the day, it, it is about Google, but it's not because Google doesn't want to be scammed anymore. Google wants real market-driven results which comes from someone hanging out from somebody uh, <clears throat> from somebody going through a lot of pages and consuming your site, okay, you want to know what the death wish is of your website? Someone types in uh, a search query, goes to your site, is there about two seconds and goes back to Google and does the same same search query yeah, okay that's called pogo sticking, and that's not what you want <laughs> you do not want that so. Uh, we want them hanging out on the site and we don't want them going back ever again to find, uh, a similar, uh, search on another site. Okay. So we want to get, we want to get really about the market. I can't say that enough. Think about who your marketplace is and look at real people. Go through your, go through the last six months of your transactions Go through the last six months, three months, one month, whatever of your prospects. What are they looking for? Who are they? What kind of family are they? Are they are they are they just a a couple, right? No family yet. Are they a single person? Who's who is contacting you? Who are at your actual transaction? What is their life? What what kind of businesses are they in? At some point, you're going to find uh, similar demographics, but more importantly, you're going to find similar values. If you can dig into what are these, these human beings, what do they value? And, and not what you're projecting on them, to them, but actually what you know through knowing them, they value. And you'll find out, That there's similarities, and those are the things that you might talk about when you blog. What you might focus on, the questions you might find. One more place, let me. I I didn't quite finish, I don't think, on the question thing. So I'm going to give you uh, a few places. Uh, One way to find uh, content that is hot, topics that are hot, is go to BuzzFeed. Another place is Quora.com. Uh, another place is just type a topic into Google, and quite often, you will find, um, you will find questions. You can just find those questions and get, them, get the answers, and then put it in your own words, or go ahead and just curate the answer into the, the blog post. Uh, Yahoo has what is it? Ask, uh, which is one of the originals, or I, it might be its answers. I think. Um, I usually will look at. I will usually look at Google and BuzzFeed and uh, and Quora, but honestly, most of the time, I'm look I'm for my own stuff. I'm looking at my own client and prospect-generated uh, wounds, needs, okay? So hopefully this has uh, excited you to, to get going here and, and creating some really killer content.